Okay, welcome back to Anything Goes with Joe and Carla. And sweetheart, we are a little delayed with this episode. Yes. And the reason is because um, we were supposed to be on a plane uh, at the time of the posting of this thing, on a plane and on our way home to the Philippines. Right. We had the flight booked and uh, that wasn't Manu, that was you making noise. <laughs> yeah, actually for the first time in like how many tries, uh, Manu is uh, asleep. Yes, so let's see how far pod. we go. Yeah. So anyway, we were supposed to be there, so the flight was booked. Everything was booked. Uh, the hotel where we would quarantine was booked. Whoops, there he goes. And Manu's awake. All right, so we're all here now. Manu's awake. He is awake. Um, so I yeah, jinxed the, it. The quarantine thing was, everything was ready. And then the flight got canceled yes. uh, a few days before. Uh, we're getting mixed reasons why. People are saying that uh, the OFWs, uh, there's so many of them. And they really are in, uh, many of them are forced to stay in very... Uh, terrible places. So we actually appreciate if you check out Pastor Paolo Punzalan's Instagram, you can see a lot of the efforts that, that you can support even to help uh, with these OFWs and providing them with better supplies and resources at this time. But that's why we're still here. Yes. So we thought we were going to do another pandemic episode. It's been three months, a little bit more. How has it been for you? What are your thoughts and reflections on it? We started this podcast with a pandemic episode and here we are with pandemic episode number two. But yes. before that. I think before the like mga uh, health waves, diba sabi nila, may first wave, may second wave. Feeling ko nagkakaroon na rin tayo ng first wave, second wave of emotions. Kasi yeah. sa extended, just the extended period of doing basically not the normal way yeah, of life. Yeah. And I think we, we just go back and forth, you know. But let's get to that. But before that, what are you into? Okay, what up? Oop. Okay. What we're into? You go first. Okay, what am I into? I'm into AmblesideOnline.org. Yeah. It's yes. um, it's um, it's a website um that was started by a couple of homeschooling moms, and they all subscribe to the Charlotte Mason method. So if you're not um familiar with it you could just easily google charlotte yeah, yeah. mason because it'll be too long to explain and i will be blamed by my husband again ako na naman yung mas maraming sinabi at mahabang airtime you. sa what you're into me, and then i say na ikaw kaya yung mahaba <laughs> so anyway um so you can google her and um that's the kind of homeschooling that we do we subscribe to that philosophy and why i'm into amblesideonline.org is because um Grabe lang talaga na kung dito ka sumunod yeah. uh, as a parent, no, you basically don't have to spend for anything except for internet. Right, right. Because you just need to go there and they've already provided everything like links to downloadable books. That's what I found really helpful because I, I haven't studied it half as much as Carla has or even a tenth as much as Carla has. But she said, look, if you want to know about it, here's Ambleside. And she gave me a few links. And what I what I really liked about it, it was very clear. I could understand it for mm-hmm. someone who just jumped into yes. it. Yes. And secondly, they had so much follow through. Generally, if it's paid resources, they're very diligent with like, if you're paid, if you're paying, click here to give us your money, click here to get the product. They're very diligent with that. Generally, free resources are not as diligent about stuff like that because kaya libre na nga sila eh. Right. Sasabihin nila na hanapin mo na lang dito, tumingin ka dito, tingin ka dyan. But with this one, Ambleside, side, they were they're free, but they're also like, here's a here's a copy. Just click here. This is a legal copy. You can get it here. If you want more, click here, click here. They really thought about the whole thing for you. Yeah, just to give you an example, no. So they have I'm not sure until what year level they would give, but they begin from kinder. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those levels, they actually provide for you a free curriculum. Can you imagine just so parents really who the, don't know how to homeschool but feel like they have to right now ambleside online.org online.org it's amazing i mean we'll, and they've we'll provided share the link in our facebook group na lang. yeah they've they've provided also um like um also websites links articles to explain to you more about the philosophy that you're actually subscribing to yeah, if yeah. in case you really want to follow their curriculum but um Grabe, ang galing lang. Parang, 
amazed amazed lang ako. And I'm actually not amazed but so blessed mm-hmm. that you would have a group of people who would do this for free like would think this way yeah and they didn't even think of charging yeah. i mean after a while you know they update regularly they put in new books if they find one they've formed a community around it and they could very much um make it into uh, an earning thing an income generating generating thing pero hindi nila ginagawa and uh, you know i I, I almost want to ask them, why won't you do this? Like, it's just it's like a logical step, but they won't. And I think that's why I'm so into it. Yeah. It's just giving whatever you can for free. And it's just really so helpful. It's something that you would pay for. Yeah. But then they'd give it away for free. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what I'm into is reading The Hobbit out loud with Philip. Yeah. So we started doing that a few nights ago, and it's been super fun for me. I read The Hobbit years ago. Uh, I think I read it at, uh, more than once, maybe twice or three times. And then um, seen the movie, that unnecessarily long movie. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's one book. Why would it become a movie series? But reading the book again with Philip has been so much fun. And that goes back to the homeschooling uh, philosophy that we do, the 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 living books, books that allow him to engage with so much. And it's been great. We, we aren't even done with chapter one. And Philip's engaged with the music of it. He's engaged with the humor of it. He's engaged with the, the worldview of The Hobbit is already introduced there, of the comfortable Bilbo Baggins being brought into an adventure. And so Philip even said today when we were reading, he said, you know, our hikes were like that adventure for me. I didn't expect it. You didn't tell me it was going to be that hard, but it was a good adventure for me. So, I love it. I love how we're engaging with it. Do you think that if, like, let's say we we find ourselves in New Zealand again, we should tour. go to Hobbiton because we've discussed, you know, chapter one describes that round door several times. After I, this book. I have a question we- though, because um, it was on film and then you read the books before that. Did it disappoint you to be watching? The movies or yes, no, well, the, because the movie, the movies, um, some of okay, The Hobbit is far different from Lord of the Rings. Yes, Lord of the Rings as a movie series, in my opinion, was good. Was very good as a fan of the books. In fact, I I know some people who who love the books. Like those are the super hardcore ones, but most of the people I know who like the books also like the movies. Okay. Um, the Hobbit is just completely different. It, it felt like a cash grab for many people. Right. You have a sh- much shorter book than you t- turn it into four movies or three movies. Parang, why would you do that? Um, why would they? It was obviously so much more CGI. Lord of the Rings, the movie, wasn't as much CGI. In fact, a lot of it was crafted. In fact, um, when I bought the, the making of and those copies, it was so much fun to see how they crafted things. So, malayo talaga. So, in that sense, The Hobbit, the movies, yes, they disappointed me. Not because that they didn't imagine the book well, but because it's like, what are you, what are you doing? What is all of so this? So, it doesn't affect uh, the way that you would want to see the, the, the location of these movies? No, because the locations that we're describing in New Zealand were from Lord of the Lord Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. And they Lord of the Rings was like 12 ano? years apart or 15 years I apart see. from one another. Okay. So, yeah. Philip, do you want to join us? What are you into? Uh, I'm into uh, Naruto, that anime made in America, but also Japan, also Japan, even South South Work, also Japan, anime, also Japan and America, and uh, they're cartoons. And I like cartoons. Okay. I'm also into Captain Underpants, which is probably made in the Philippines or America. Okay. It was made in America. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Philip. And Manu is showing us what he's into. What are you into, Manu? Manu's into this tube that he found. Okay. What do you, hi, say hi. Can you say <laughs> cut? Uh, uh, it, it's okay, a pipe sealant tube. Uh, uh. All right, so that's what we're into okay. as a family. And for the first time, we had everyone give an entry. Yes. Now, our topic of the day. Pandemic. Topic of the day. 
All right, so we have a series of questions about the pandemic. And, like, and you can answer along as well. Yes, I mean, in fact, we're going to post these on our on our Facebook group. It's kind of different though because we're stranded. So there will be questions that kind of like ask it, us because us, we yeah. are stranded. Because we're not home. So we're not home. And um, you guys might um, want to rephrase the question or something. That's the first few questions, I think. But then after that, it's more general now. Yeah. All right. First question. What would you do differently if you knew in February or in January na magkakaroon ng pandemic, na magkakaroon ng shelter in sa states, ng ECQ sa Pilipinas, what would you have done differently, sweetheart? You know, I... How would you have prepared? Prepared. Prepared. Um, maybe if I knew back then, I probably wouldn't have gone through with a, with a trip. Okay. Because I would be um, like anxious to travel. That's one. And the other thing is, um, I would have wanted to be home. I would have, if like, if I've, I've, so I have if known. if you knew we were going to get stuck here, you wouldn't have left. Yeah, because, you know, actually, that's kind of half-half for me. Because uh, this time is like, it's like a time that has not been like any other time in our lives. Ever. We've never had this along a vacation or like a no work well you'd still work but you don't you can't you you guys don't have to be physically there yeah and um then and, and it's always been an issue for us to leave to mm -hmm. leave the country to leave for anywhere else because your job like is so just many like stars need to line up i'm super into traveling i just really like to take off i'm very adventurous and so um i've always wanted that for our family but because your job requires you to be in Manila for the most part. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, syempre, hindi natin nagagawa yun. So, yeah. if I knew this back then, I probably still would have gone through because I feel like it's better to, <laughs> sorry na lang, no? pero parang it's better to get stuck here than get stuck in Manila. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't have known anything back then. I except, think there are pros and cons here. Yeah, we, we, right. we don't know how we would have fared. In the other thing lang though na, that made me think na siguro I wouldn't have gone through with the flight is because I'd probably be anxious about catching the virus and we're, gonna, plane, we're with the kids yeah. and then we're with my mom. Um, the other thing is that um, I could have used the time also to work on the house. That's my biggest... Oh, but you haven't answered the question. What would you have prepared? What would have... Okay. If I knew not only that the pandemic would happen, I would have that also... That you would be stuck in the States. That I would be stuck in the States. Okay, there are a couple of things that I did not bring. Mm -hmm. One, I forgot. My makeup kit. Oh yeah. my gosh. Takakainis na, na hindi ko nadala yung makeup kit ko. Um, I would have really brought that. Made sure that I brought that. You um, were supposed to bring that anyway. You just left yeah. it talaga. Okay. Um, and the other thing is, I would have brought some of Philip's homeschooling materials, yeah, like manipulatives. If we're gonna be here this long. Yeah, because like now that we're stranded again, we were, we got canceled again. We really have no choice but to start our homeschooling dito na. Yeah. Hindi na yung hintayin pa natin yung paglapag natin sa Pilipinas yeah. kung tayo mag-start. And so, I'm kind of hampered by that. There are parts in this homeschooling curriculum that I can't really... Uh, flesh out yet because yeah. wala dito yung manipulatives niya. So, all of the stuff you've bought and that you've arranged in the first floor of our house <laughs> right and then I would have brought also lots of hiking stuff because that's what we're doing a lot of yeah. um, I didn't bring that so much when we left because I didn't know nga yeah. na extend tayo so I only brought a lot of like panginaw mm -hmm. and then yung minimal hikes lang kasi we only had one month, so we couldn't really do a lot of the hikes that yeah, we really wanted yeah. to do. Plus, Manu was so small, so hindi ako prepared na gumawa ng anything that was kind of too adventurous. Nang ganito karaming adventures. Uh-uh, yeah. and this many. So, those are the things. How about you? Ako, I would have... I brought four pairs of pants. I probably would have bought only brought only two. <laughs> and one of those is backup. You know, one pair of pants was snow pants for when we were hiking in, in with the like snow on the ground uh, that we did like the, the three or two times we did that other than that wala na eh. um, I would have brought much more shorts because we're always in shorts I wouldn't have brought one of the pairs of shoes I have the the slightly nicer sneakers because we don't need that I'm always in slippers um, and probably I would have brought some of our my books that I've been meaning to read 
you know, not books on Kindle. That's been great. Kindle's been a huge lifesaver oh, yeah. for both of us. Because our library is with us. I actually am enjoying our Kindle right now because I kind of forgot it na. But really? I would, yeah, because I would always just touch the books in the house. Okay. And um, I keep forgetting that I have a lot of books in the Kindle yeah. app. So, ngayon, so all of my resources are, are here. Mm-hmm. But I do have like other, you know, single books here and there. And I'm like, I've been meaning to read that. I've been meaning to read that. And some of them, they're not available online. Uh, for example, the the ATS books on Philippine theology. I really wanted to read that, especially now. I've been meaning I know, to read right? that. The theology of suffering, the theology of oppression, theology of injustice. And I was like, hey, I've been meaning to read this for months. This would be a great time, especially with what's going on in the nation. But nope, the book's at home. So, okay, that's how I would have prepared. We would have prepared differently. Um, what they are could some... probably ask themselves na lang na parang, what would you have done differently? If... What would you have bought na dapat bought. meron na sa bahay mo? Or what would you not have bought na hindi ko pala kailangan itong gamit na ito? Hindi yan. Ano, sagutin niyo yan sa page natin para I, would, I, would, I can't wait. Nakakatuwa lang na malaman. Tsaka nakakatuwa kasi yung mga perspective ng mga tao. Eh. So, sometimes it would be, oh nga, no, may ganun na rin pala. Sige. Next question. There are obvious pains with the pandemic. There's physical loss, there's health concerns, societal damage, economic. But what are some unexpected pains? Okay. Or unexpected manifestations of, of those pains. Because obviously, we grieve for those who, who've lost loved ones. Of course. Uh, we've, field, uh, field, we've felt... Oh, we've felt. <laughs> Feeled. De, I meant field yung... Ah, uh, yung... Yung lupa, yung, mm. yung may damo-damo. Ito. Yung okay. field natin. We've felt uh, the stress for ourselves and, and for other people who lost their jobs or really have a lot of discomfort with that. But what are some unexpected things na pati pala to tatamaan pali, pati pala to sasakit? Alam mo yung parang muscle na pag nag-hike ka or nag-ice skating ka, bakit sumasakit yung part ng legs kong yun? May ganun pala akong muscle na pwedeng sumakit. Yeah. Um, ako, medyo ano siya ha? Parang interrelated. So, unexpectedly, nasaktan yung pagka-Pilipino ko. Yun yung uh, parang nagulat lang ako mean? na, ha? Nasaktan. Yung pagka-Pilipino ko. Yung parang... Hindi ka ba Pilipino? May part ba sa'yo I mean, like, I've always... Um, I've always been thankful to be a Filipino. Yeah. I've always been... I've always fi- felt... Field, ano ba yan? <laughs> I've always felt... In the that, fields of the Philippines? Okay. Yeah? You feel at home. Uh-uh. Yun yung point mo. Nung na fi- In the I've rice always field. felt na... Um, <laughs> Dito ako talaga nilagay ng Diyos at alam mo, yung parang gagawin ko yung mission ko dito sa bayan na to. Mm-hmm. But because of everything that's... And okay, I, I'm, I, I just wanna make a disclaimer. I have my thoughts, I, I have my views and my opinions. And you can probably think differently or feel differently. Um, but I hope that we could practice respect na kung magkaiba tayo, ganun lang talaga, magkaiba tayo, pero hindi naman tayo kailangan magkaaway. No, kung magkaiba tayo, oppressor ka. <laughs> yun lang, yun lang. But, ewan ko na, ewan ko kung na, nakita nyo yung, yung parang post ni Lea Salonga, medyo may curse doon eh, pero hindi ko yun sasabihin dito na parang Pilipinas, parang something, ang hirap mo talagang mahalin. Um, Ngayon ko yun nararamdaman and unexpected pain siya sa akin kasi nga I've never felt that in my life na yung to the point na ayoko na maging Pilipino at umabot ako sa emosyon na yun during this pandemic. Not saying that that's a decision but you were surprised to actually feel that emotion. Yeah, please emotion. differentiate feelings, emotions from concrete fact or decision no, already. No, no. If you have an emotion, <laughs> yun yung away namin lagi ni Carla. Okay? That is yeah. 10 years of our relationship. Why do you feel that? That must be wrong. Sabi niya, hindi pa naman decision. And you know what? Um, it's funny because um, while I was here in the... I, I, while I am here in the US, I'm obviously under the government of the US in some way. Yeah. Meaning, whatever they decide on, that directly or indirectly could affect me. Yeah, like if you abolish as, the police. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as somebody who is... On their land, di yeah, ba? Yeah, yeah. So, physically, nandito ako. So, 
may mga rules, laws, regula- rules and regulations sila na kailangan kong sundin na maaaring hindi nage-exist sa atin. Yeah. And I felt that especially when I actually ran out of my breastfeeding um, pills. Mm-hmm. So I would take something for my breastfeeding so I could produce more milk, which is legal and um, prescribed back home. It's a prescription drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out that here, they don't use that drug at all. Mm-hmm. They don't allow it. They find it legal if mm-hmm. you actually are able to purchase it here and all. So, pwede kang mapatawag ng FDA and all that. And then I was so surprised and I was stressed for a while because I ran out of medicines. And um, and my mom also at the same time ran she out of medicines. She needs her medicines, yeah. And uh, she couldn't find them here because sa Pilipinas na pala nabibili yun. And yung ano rin, yung ating paracetamol. Paracetamol is not available here. Huh? They only have, what is Tylenol? Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. So, yun yung meron sila. Wala silang paracetamol. So, nagulat na ako na... Please, to our listeners, help us out. Obviously, we're, we're, uh, we're not chemists or... <laughs> or ano ba doon? Drug dealers. Ne, anong tawag doon? No. Pharmacists. Pharmacists. And uh, so... But help. anyway, um, so there are certain things... Just to just to drive home the point that there are certain things that you can enjoy back home that you can't enjoy here or you can enjoy here and not enjoy back home. I think one thing we noticed also is Netflix. How some right. things are, are available are present here on and Netflix then, here not available back home. Pero feeling ko mas na limit pang ako sa pagpunta dito eh. Kesa pag para pag nasa Pilipinas tayo. Yes, exactly. in in uh, Manila but it's not available here it's only the series available here yeah exactly see Philip notes we're vibing yeah and you. you feel limited yeah yeah Um. so anyway uh, just to connect it also with my feeling of being a Filipino and how I kind of feel hurt and pained by what's happening in our country Um. isip ko lang na pag nagkagulo-gulo Talagang ang aasahan mo, hindi man aasahan completely, no? Pero, syempre kaya nga tayo may gobyerno, eh. Para rin sa protection mo, para mm. sa rights mo, ganyan. Sa lulungkot lang talaga ako pag naiisip ko na parang hindi ko kayang pagkatiwalaan yung gobyerno sa pagprotekta sa akin. Yeah, yeah. Yun yung nafe-feel ko right now. Right. And that's why I say that's an unexpected pain. Because yeah. nung una, kala ko pandemic lang to, health lang to. After a while, you begin to think of Healthcare in the Philippines, healthcare in other first world nations, um, how protected you are about some very politically um, uh, charged things, diba? So, pag naisip mo na ta paghalo-halo mo lahat yun, dun ko na, na, dun ko na sasabi na meron pala akong unexpected pain as a Filipino. Yeah. And I think this is where a lot of Filipinos are because we know naman na problematic yung yung nation natin. We know naman mara, 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 alam natin. We're not saying that everything that happens to us is just because we have a bad government or like uh, they could have done better. Yeah. Because to begin with, we're not a very rich nation. We're third world. We're a developing country. And that in itself is already... Uh, yeah, so it's much more complex uh-uh. than just who's the president. Yes. Or, or, that being said, <laughs> that being said, uh, good leaders in politics, in business, in church, and everywhere in schools can help make things better along the way. But when you feel like there's no progress, and especially in a crisis like this, that you need good leaders even more. Where good leaders are not enough to stop people from feeling the pain, they will still feel the pain. Lalo pa pag bad leader. Ano ba yan? So, anyway. Yeah, so, unexpected for me, really, the pain of being a Filipino, and then also uh, that I got scared for the next generation na parang I have two boys the left and the right <laughs> so um, yung dalawa kong anak ang magmamana kasi nung nasyon natin eh. kumbaga parang in the future they will be still I mean they're Filipinos yeah. and alam yung naisip ko na ano na lang kaya yung klase ng Pilipinas na aabutan nila but then again you know this is when you begin to think of but this is why you invest in their lives so instead of like looking for the change that they need in from their nation or from the government or from whoever diba they could actually 
do it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. Carla and I had long talks about this, even without this podcast. And uh, I can feel a lot of the frustration that she feels as well. For me personally, um, it didn't come to the place naman na I don't feel like leaving. Uh, it's funny. Be- yeah. Because there have been times that I've felt like maybe God's calling me somewhere else. But never out of frustration from the Philippines, but because I'm somewhere else ministering. And I'm thinking, hey, they, I could really help here. Ganon. It, that's usually what my thought process. But because now all of my ministry is still aimed at the Philippines, I, I don't do anything for other nations. I don't feel like I'm called to those nations. But even as Carl and I were talking about, yung reality talaga na this is not going to be a quick fix thing for the Philippines. Right. It's going to take a long time. It's going to... It won't be uh, any one or the other ideology. It will be Jesus changing the hearts of people and them living that out. And if that's our mindset, then we're prepared for a long, <laughs> a long... Maybe that's what I'm not prepared for. And painful journey. And that's what we're raising our sons for. And that's what we're reaching the next generation for. Right. Um, it makes me think of uh, if you've seen the movie Amazing Grace, that's one of my most favorite movies ever. And it's about the, this Christian politician who felt called by God to, to end slavery in, in his country, in Britain, in the United Kingdom. And uh, it became his life's work. In fact, by the time that slavery ended, you see, the movie starts, he's a young man, Slavery ends, and he's a super old man. And in fact, he, he dies shortly after the, the bill was passed. It was almost like, okay na ko, Lord. <laughs> Ito na yung purpose ko. But for him to get there, you had this charismatic leader with the support of a good prime minister and friend who had so many techniques and policies, but frustrated because the overall culture was not supportive to what he was trying to do. He was blocked by... Uh, business elites, he was blocked by political elites, he was blocked by corruption, he was blocked by betrayal. And really, that's what it took. And it took a generation of younger people to rise up and say, no, this won't be the way we're going to do things. And, 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 he, and his example paved the way for all of them to do that. So, yeah, when it comes to the Philippines... Uh, it's funny na when you were saying that, I had to find it nga in Hebrews 11. Eh. These all died in faith not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar yeah. and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the, on the earth. Yep. And I'm, I'm thinking, no, like these fathers of the faith that, you know, have heard from God and they knew what God was promising for the rest of the world, mm-hmm. but they, they only greeted them from afar. Mm-hmm. I guess, nandun ako sa point na parang talaga, Lord, baka naman I'll just greet this from afar. Yeah. And it, it pains me that I can't be really tasting it for myself. <laughs> and what do- yeah. what is a double pain for me is that what if my children don't even taste it and they just really work also during their time to get us there but don't really ta- they don't really get to taste it as well. Yeah. Alam mo yun, yung parang um- umiiral yung, I think the pain is related to the selfishness na parang gusto mong so matikman yun oh, eh oh. so yeah yun lang naalala ko lang yun that's a great quote because that's a funny chapter Hebrews 11 it starts with all these amazing people yeah. who had like adventures and 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 answered prayers and then the ending is a bunch of people who didn't have answered didn't prayers have, yeah. who, who, who were actually punished for their faith so you're like wait ah and then the point of the chapter is all of that is faith all of that is faith Ako naman, my, my unexpected pains are ano, uh, not fixing the house. I just love when you and I have lots of free time and we can fix the house. Um, I think back to last Christmas, uh, I gave you, diba? My heart. <laughs> and <laughs> and the very next day. Y- yun nga eh. <laughs> I think back to last Christmas when you and I, w- without our helpers, without anybody else in the house. Remember that? You and yes. I, with Manu around, just cleaned the entire kitchen. We removed all of the pots and pans and all of the food from the 
from the cupboard. We cleaned it out. We threw out the stuff we don't want to eat anymore. So it would stop tempting us. And we rearranged it. And it was ideal. And that was about two, three days of us being stuck at home alone. The Christmas before that was when I rearranged all the books and put them all in category. Like it was better than any library. You know, like it took me days. But we did that. And I was able to input them in the app. And now people can borrow it. Uh, and we will have a record. And to me, I just think, what if we were home right now? Three months of being home, what could we have done? We would have cleaned out all the closets. We would have been able to, to find stuff and, and be able to, to give it to so many other people, to, to help people with it. But no, that's the unexpected pain for me. Ito, what are some unexpected benefits, sweetheart, for you? Small things that you take joy in even in this time. Well, one is definitely the time that I have with my family over here in the U.S. Because when, okay, you guys have to understand that I come from... I know uh, that. Huh? Ah, you mean the listeners. Yeah. Uh, I come from a big family and um, all my life, I've been used to just like waking up na ang kapitbahay ko ay yung pamilya ko. At araw-araw para kaming my party. We're just always communing together in... Um, on the dining table. We're eating different times in one day, but we always see each other. Um, nag, parang uh, unspoken, ano na yan, mag-meet lang kami sa dining table. I think namin. you all like to occupy the same space. Yeah, I think we like to do a lot of parallel. Yeah, parallel play. Everything. <laughs> diba? So you parang, you, you want to be on your computer as long as you're in the same room with me. That's fine. Um, we're kind of like that, and um, that all, all of that became dis- um, got disrupted about what mga fifteen years ago, and when that happened, um, and and why that happened is because they started leaving for the states, they started um, acquiring their um, residency here, and then yung eventually they became citizens and all that. Um, tapos noon parang syempre miss na miss namin yon lahat ng mga naiwan sa Pilipinas. Miss na miss namin yung pagsa- Actually, kahit naman sila dito. And so, I've always had it in my heart na kailan kaya kami mabubuo ulit. Mm-mm. And it feels like, um, and my kuya shares his sentiment with me, it was a silly wish that somehow got partially granted over the pandemic because um, parang binigyan lang kami ng panahon ng just to be somewhat like how we were back in the Philippines. Yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. And may mga kulang pa rin sa amin kasi may mga naiwan pa rin sa Pilipinas. But this is, I think, the most complete that we've got for like a, an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And it simulates kind of like how we were back in the Philippines in like 15, uh, na mga 15 years ago. And uh, I really enjoy that about this also because I've never been with this side of the family, your, your older brothers and your older sister here and their families like this. It's always been a visit and I'm here for a week. I'm here for two weeks. Hi, bye. I gotta go. And it's always like we gotta pack stuff in. So to think this way is so different for me. And I'm enjoying it. What you've been describing, na people just like to be around each other. So my family is not like that. We're we like our space. You know, we we can, but it's more accidental. Na, oh look, we happen to be around each other, and we're okay with that. Generally, if we want to spend time, you tell us. You say, hey, you want to spend time? Okay. Everyone that spend time. Okay, three o'clock. Everyone's off their books, off their devices. We're all gonna be spending time. Okay, great. So you gotta tell us those things. But if you interrupt, you're like, no, I'm doing something. But ganon kami. So sa He's always on his laptop working on his stocks. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm reading The Hobbit to Philip, or we're watching videos. But he likes it. Like he'll he'll get up and comment and then go back to his thing. And I just like that. No time limit. No agenda. No plan, no itinerary, just being with one another. That that definitely is a gift. Yeah. So that's one. And then there are a couple other things like um, uh, that you would fall in love with the outdoors over here. I mean... Who? You. You were never... I mean, you were... You decided during this trip that we would have to incorporate more outdoors time. In our life. In our life, when together as a family. When we and get back home. Yes, agree. Yeah, so I think that's one benefit. I think overall for me, sweetheart, what I... The, the biggest thing, because all of my work starts like 5 p.m. here. 
4pm, 5pm, 7, 8am there in Manila and then continues until sometimes 1am, 2am. One thing I've loved is having so much daylight. That's one unexpected benefit for me. To have so much daylight with you and the boys. Yeah. Because, you, you know, when I come from Katipunan or when I come from uh, EN, by the time we get home, I leave the office at 5.30, 6 o'clock, 6.30. Wala na. I mean, sobrang special na nun if twice or three times in a month naabot na ko na may, may araw pa tayo. And so this became a, a resolution for me to have more daylight hours with Philip and Manu. I don't mind working till late. That's okay. But being able to play with them in the daytime. Uh, Philip and I finally got to play basketball together for the first time. Um, we have a new game. I score points by shooting. He scores points by fouling me. So, <laughs> so, that's, so he always wins. Um, but it, we have that because we have so many daylight hours together. That's one of the unexpected benefits for me. Another for me that I could think of is that you never, you kind of underestimate the time that goes into your going out. Yeah. And um, now that we, we are prevented to do so. Yeah. I just feel like I I'm so like the feeling na ayaw mong rushed ka, diba? You have so Yung, much Marvin. Huh? You have so much Marvin. Marvin? Margin. Yeah. yeah. No, just kidding. Yeah. I don't know why, but every time I type margin in my phone. It's Marvin. Know, okay. It anyway. It autocorrects to Marvin. So it's just like my team has wondered, Sino ba si Marvin? But I've always wanted that it. unhurried life and I'm I'm doing it now. And there's so much time for it. Like, I can read, but at the same time, watch my children. Yeah. Eh, before, parang it's just a choice between reading or really watching my kids. Because mm-hmm. you underestimate the time that goes into your going out. So that's one um, unexpected benefit. I think a benefit. lot of the friends that we've talked to and people we've talked to, that seems to be... Uh, obviously, there's pain and anxiety to deal with and, 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 and unbelief and anger and stuff like that. But... When it comes to this pandemic, one of the things that's making us reconsider really is time and the yeah. use of time and how Definitely. much of it is really there and where does it really deserve to go. Because a lot of the things we would just autopilot decide, I have to go there, I have to do this, I have to be at this thing. Now you're like, do I have to be there? Do I really have to do that? You know, the other thing is where um, physical space or physical appearance is an issue. Now you can solve it through online meetings. Yan yung isang unexpected be- benefit sa akin. Kasi dati parang, like, lalo na, no, for discipleship. Ang dami-dami ko sanang gustong gawin. Like, um, I want to get into a study of this, of that, with um, fellow Christians. And I, we never find the common time. Kasi yeah. parang, okay, kita tayo ng ganito. Laging may isa, dalawa, tatlo na hindi pwede sa inyo. Yeah. Tapos yung traffic situation pa sa Manila before the pandemic was really just, really so discouraging yeah. for anyone to actually get out of the house. But now that we've gotten into the whole norm of Zoom calls, parang, wow, that opened up a whole new world yeah. for me. Like one of the things that I can't wait to do when we get back home is start like a lot of these groups that I could meet online and then study some things with yeah. these like people who are, you know, game to do it with you. One of the mottos that I've formed in my head during this pandemic is, uh, and it really should be something that doesn't need a pandemic to realize, but it took a pandemic for me to realize Nah, I don't want to do a call when a text would have done. I don't want to do a face-to-face meeting when an online call would have done. And this is not to say that there's no place for face-to-face and 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 in-person conversations. In fact, it makes me crave for those face-to-face and in-person conversations, but not for everything, but only for the things that really matter. So, like, I'm texting with with Adam, you know, one of my friends, our pastor in Boston, and he and I, we, we're having so much fun texting. We've had Zoom calls. I've interviewed him for stuff. He's interviewed me for stuff that he's putting out there. But at the same time. We're always looking for how can we be together? How can we hang out? Pero yun na yung goal namin, hindi yung common work. The work can be done, much of the work at least, can be done remotely. But the being together physically, yun yung magkaiba. So yun yung unexpected ano, uh, benefits. Next question. How has this pandemic affected your values? 
what has it shown you about what really matters and what things really aren't as important pala? Ako, I have a quick answer na. What's your quick answer? My favorite thing in the world, my favorite object in the world, which is has been of zero use to me this whole time. Which is my Vespa. <laughs> Carla knows I'm not into things. I'm not into phones or clothes or even the books I love. They just get destroyed because I keep reading it. I don't like enshrine them, deba, or treat them like sacred things. But of all the things I've ever loved. Probably my Vespa's the most. Ever since it was given to me, uh, it's been like my favorite thing. And yet now, it, I can't use it because I'm not home. And even if I was home, I don't think I would have been able to use it that much. So, dun palang, there's a reordering of values for me already. That is how Manu asks for what he wants. You know, I think it's very obvious na lahat ng vanity stuff na ginagawa mo na on a regular basis. So, kunwari yung, lalo na sa Pilipino, no? Hair, um, nails, yung mga salon stuff. Pwede palang hindi. Just in a way, uh, I've um, been doing that for years, lovey. <laughs> and it feels like um, nakukuha ko rin yung buhay Amerika by being here for an extended period of time na Yung mga tao dito, sila-sila lang gugupitan ng buhok, sila lang nagkukulay ng buhok, sila nag-aayos ng mga nails nila. Na, at the end of the day, kung meron talagang kailangan matanggal, yung pang-vanity pala yung isa sa mga unang mawawala sa'yo. But, you know what is one thing that I wish I knew so well Before that would have prepared me so well for this pandemic? What? That would be cooking. Mm. And I just realized how powerful cooking is mm-hmm. and um i actually want to get better at it like when we go home i want to be really practicing it's I'm just glad hard. we have so much time to practice here yeah it's just kind of hard because it's not our home and you know it's um i just want to do more of that when we get home because i feel like it's really when the people get come together eh? and you know you just do a simple thing you cook for them and when it's good you see pleasure in these people and it knits you somehow together. Ano ba yan? You want to get into cooking for anthropological reasons. <laughs> <laughs> eh, wala naman akong ano, interest sa pagkain lang, di ba? It has to be useful for me. And um, I, I just find that, you know, like a lot of these home stuff and, you know, let's let's do it na parang hindi lang personal ang, ang attack ko dito, no? But even for everybody, we... We, we think that what's gonna work is how excellent you are in the workplace, mm-hmm. outside. And more more often than not, we look over the, what they call soft skills. Overlook. Pra- overlook, sorry. What did I say? Look over. Look over. Uh, what we overlook, um, uh, at least no, when we're trying to get somewhere in life, Masaka concentrate tayo sa success in the world, success outside of our homes. And we forget about the practical life skills or what we could do or in, in, in the comfort of our own home. Yung mga ganyan, yung mga cooking, leanness, ganyan. But that's basically what we do every day here. Yeah. And I feel like if I knew how to cook and if I knew how to cook well, um, kung ngayon, alam ko yun, it would be just so easy for me to do. But it's something that I've never practiced in my life. And so, it takes me a whole lot of effort to just actually <laughs> make some sausages. Yung you've, heard you've uh, I mean, I'm not just flattering, you know. You've grown a lot. I, I have. I'm just like, saying... Even what you made today, the chicken curry thing. Of course, it's from so a packet. But um, the fact that you whipped it up so quickly and without burning anything, or, I mean, it was amazing. Like, because it's from a packet. But all I'm saying is that if you if you were practicing all your life to make things from scratch, then you can whip up something from scratch that, that easily too. Because then you would have gone your. I mean, done that's why your, we have lots of friends who've started businesses <laughs> in this pandemic. Diba? Diba? So, but in uh, me, I'm not even after the business. It's more of like I just really want to serve my family that yeah, way yeah. because this is the best way you can serve your family in this pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So. I've been cooking a lot. Um, it's been great. Parang I took it on myself along to help. Uh, to serve uh, Carla's family here who have been so great 
great to us, who have been so hospitable to us. One thing alang I don't like is I did not expect how good I would be at <laughs> cooking. And so Manu ate too much of it the other day, then he vomited. Like na impacho vomit. That's the other thing. The uminit na kasi dito. So we've been leaving the food out and parang napanis na yata. When I ate it also, parang umaasim na. But uh, that's the thing. I didn't expect to be so good that my son couldn't control himself from eating to the point that he vomited. So yun lang. It, I think it can also be a curse how talented you can be at something. So I need to factor that in next time. Alright. Last question. Uh, what are you learning about God during this pandemic? Okay, what are you learning? Me? Hmm. I think the biggest thing is that he's the only person in control and who knows what he's doing. In times of peace and order and prosperity, it's easy for leaders to feel like Oh, I can get what God's doing, and now I'm telling you what God is doing. Parang ganon, kasi similar tayo. But when there's trouble, then we all have to go back to say, I really am not in control. You know, and only God is in control. And um, people are scrambling for answers. Everywhere, everyone is scrambling for answers. And it just shows us that the gap between God and us is way bigger than, you know, we often acknowledge. And that's a good thing because it brings us back to the place of worship, of dependence, of faith in Him. Kasi ikaw nga, wala ka na rin mababatbat. Wala ka na rin masasay. Wala ka na mabibigay. You have no choice but to ride this out. You cannot control your own destiny here. So, yeah. yun. Mine, I learned it um, in a very different way and I, I, I'd have to tell the story for them to understand what really happened. No? Okay. So I've always had this breastfeeding problem ever since Manu was four months old and it hasn't stopped yeah. until now my problem is still there. And but this has been uh, a contrast to Philip and you when, when Philip was born you two guys years zero problems. Yeah. Of, yeah, like breastfeeding smoothly no problems. Yeah. And um, so we've been na may breastfeeding problem na naman kami. Uh, I actually packed a lot of the, like what I said earlier, yung gamot ko. That's illegal here. I, I packed um, a lot of that. So I packed a lot of that for the trip. And then, like I said, it ran out. And when it ran out, uh, I felt like my breast milk was also running out. Yeah. And it was very tough. Yeah. A tough time because I, I could hear my child crying really wanting more milk but I couldn't produce any more because and he was not sleeping through the night anymore yeah so parang it was just um uh very emotional mental and physical uh physically draining struggling thing or season for me and um I tried everything to get the medicines here but wala hindi mo talaga wala na akong kumbaga wala na akong option and for the first time in my life Actually, I think yun yung nagagawa ng pandemic sa'yo eh. No? Na parang, it leaves you with no option. Yeah. Ito pala yung panahon na, siguro hindi ko pa nga rin talaga naranasan sa buhay ko yun. No? Kasi, I've been through a lot of, Man, I've been through a lot of like, huh? He just bumped his head on yeah. the, and walked it off. Mm-hmm. I've been through a lot of adversity in life. But I feel like, in all those times, kahit pa paano may option ka pa rin. Yun, yeah. yun naman yung power ng choices, di ba? May discarte ka pa rin. Kahit na may nangyari sa yung masama, may magagawa ka pa rin yeah. about it. Yeah. And this time, I and I remember writing it on a journal na sabi ko, um, I really have no choice anymore and my only option left. There's no option B and the only option left is for a miracle. Yeah. For a miracle to happen. And it was the first time talaga that I was waiting on a miracle. Yeah. And um I that's when I started writing down the notes on my phone while praying na I'm going to have milk, I'll have abundant supply, I will have letdowns with no historical evidence. No historical no evidence pattern. that this could happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. In fact, the historical evidence points to it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just kept declaring that in the name of God. And you know it actually happened. Yeah, he's fine. And fine. he's fine. I've got milk. I don't know how. I'm not on the meds anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just 
that's what I'm learning about God eh, na minsan talaga, ayaw mo man yun na wala ka ng option. Yeah. Pero dun mo lang makikita na siya pala yung gumagalaw eh. Yeah. And, and that's the problem nga. It's not the lack of options. In fact, it's when we have too many options that we don't exercise our faith and go to Him because ang likot pa natin. Ang likot natin. At saka minsan hindi natin nakikita na even yung options galing naman din sa Kanya yun. <laughs> yeah. So parang akala mo lang na may magagawa ka. Or na ikaw yung gumagawa. Ikaw ang gumagawa uh, nun. But actually, it's God providing for you. Yeah, that it's God providing for you these options. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hate it. I don't like that season. <laughs> this feeling. Of like just really not knowing what's gonna happen tomorrow and how my I don't like how we don't we can't make long-term plans I love long-term plans and we can't make them right yeah now. but you know it's also so it's also so good to be put in your place yeah nah you know this is your limit and this is God's yeah. limitlessness yeah. <laughs> that's why the other day when we were in the car diva, going to the grocery I was getting anxious about a number of things. And I started listening to Unshakable King again. Just being honest with myself. Like, Lord, this, I, I feel shaken. You are the only one who's unshakable in my life. All the other things can't come, even though they come close. My plans, uh, my leaders, the ministry, none of that is, can replace you. You're the only one who's unshakable. Yep. And maybe... Maybe that's one of the points of all this. You know? Or hard to say it that way, but let's just put it this way. If out of this we get that, <laughs> then how could that, that can only be good. Yeah. For all the pain, for all of the anxiety. If out of this we come away with God, you're good and you're the only one in my life who's worthy of my worship, who I can trust on, how can that be bad? I think that's also one thing I'm learning about God now. We've we as believers feel like we have that and we do have that mission to spread the gospel, to make his name known. Mm-hmm. But in a snap of a finger, God can do that all by himself without yeah. us. Yeah. Like right now, people that you you've tried to reach out to before yeah. <laughs> na hindi ka pinansin, ngayon sila na yung lumalapit sa or sila na yung lumalapit sa Dios mismo kasi mm. kitang-kita naman na there's just this thing in the air that you cannot, nobody has any control over. Even the most powerful person they probably perceive in this world yeah. cannot yeah. stand up to that, cannot have the answers. And they can't deny mm-hmm. that um, they just really need to speak to God in this moment. I don't know if they believe, if they, they want to believe, they still don't want to believe, but they cannot deny that they need somebody. And... Siguro, mahirap lang i-admit. Pero si God talaga yun. Yeah. So, those are some of our thoughts uh, now that we're extending here for we don't know how much longer, weeks, months, hopefully not months. <laughs> uh, Ayoko but, na mag-joke. Sinabi ko na na, oh, baka naman, 4th of July, nandito pa tayo. Oh, mukha nga, 4th of July, nandito pa yeah. kami. So, hopefully it's less than I've been joking that we might spend Christmas here. No. But you know, now I don't want to joke anymore because it could come become a reality. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. So you might want to answer some of these questions. What would you do differently if you knew? Uh, just a fun hypothetical. Number two, um, what are some obvious pains but also some unexpected pains? Number three, what are some unexpected benefits? Small joys that you can take uh, happiness in right now. Number four, how has this pandemic revealed or reordered your values? And number five, what are you learning about God in this pandemic? Now, before we end, sweetheart, let's go to our last segment. Question and answer. Question and answer. All right. Question comes from our email. And uh, we actually do like our emails. We're a little behind in replying to all of them. But we do read and will reply to all of them. Um, This one asked, Is it selfish of me to want for my husband to make me happy? So this is a wife who's married and she wants her husband to make her happy. She's describing that life has been up and down for them. And uh, is that too much to ask for? Miss mm-hmm. Rika, ano Ikaw, po ang masasabi niyo? Kailangan ba napapasaya mo? Mali ba yun? Nagustuhin mo yun? 
I don't think na mali na gustuhin mo yun. Mm-mm. Kasi kasama siya talaga. Yeah, Hindi ka na, ano, um... Sino well, bang nag... <laughs> Hey, but you know, some cultures actually see it that way. Diba yung parang, I forget, I think it's the Japanese who get married and they don't have, they can't smile in pictures. Maybe that was like the older generation. Okay. Parang there were beliefs na ganun before na because you're in... I can't in, imagine that. A Japanese picture where they're not smiling but what, they've got the peace sign up to their eyes but they're not smiling? No, in the, in the, when they get married... Oh. They can't smile. In their wedding pictures? Yeah, because it's a sign of parang parang they really ano ba, project the the depth of uh of responsibility that you have to take as you. And and I do I do believe in all of that that when you get married, it's not naman also happy happy joy joy ganun lang. Mm-mm. Um there's a whole lot of dying to yourself and we've talked about that before. But I don't think that you should miss out on the joys of marriage also. Mm-hmm. Of trying to make each other happy. Because I feel like if you love someone, that's one way that you could show your love to the person. Yeah. By making that person happy. And that's not... The, and, and it shouldn't be dependent on yeah. uh, what you have. Yeah. What you're going through. I mean, there would be really sad times, sorrowful times. Pero tayo, marami tayong mga panahon na wala naman tayong masyadong pera. Uh, hindi naman ganun ka ganda yung buhay natin or may pinagdadaanan tayong masama. Pero I think may ability, like ikaw, I could feel na may ability ka to find a way to bring joy to me. To find a way to make me happy. With my cooking. Hmm, sige na nga. Physically. <laughs> Di ba? <laughs> No, so, ewan ko na lang, no, kasi, ewa, I just don't know kung ano yung belief na sinusubscribe nyo when it comes to marriage. Pero, para sa akin kasi, bakit ka pa ikakasal kung, alam mo na malungkot lang naman pala or mahirap lang yung buhay mo forever, di ba? Yeah, At yeah. yung, di, hindi mo naman pala pwedeng i-expect na maging masaya ka sa, yeah. sa relasyon na to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eh, di ba nga kahit nga anak, kahit na duty mo yung mag-alaga ng anak, it comes with joy. <laughs> yeah. I think, sweetheart, uh, I like what you said and I really agree. So, to encapsulate um, our answer, number one, it's only honest to admit that you got into something partially because you thought it would make you happier. Um, it would be dishonest of us emotionally to say, no, I don't want my spouse to to bring joy or meaning or value to my life. Gusto kong lumungkot lalo dahil sa kanya, di ba? Ba't nung no pag-inawa to? Sana, nag-attract ka na lang ng, ano, ng isang malaking trahedya sa buhay mo. Oh, yun na, yun lang. na lang. Ba't ka pa nag-asawa? Yeah. But at the other hand, I think the nature of the question it needs uh, begs that we uh, understand the nature of happiness. What is it ba that makes us happy? And a couple of thoughts I would add to that is one, we actually discover happiness on the path to God's call for our life. Um, and that might sound really deep, but the, it's what you said, duty, diba? Na If all we looked for was for Philip and Manu or for you to make me happy, we won't find that. But if in the pa- process of fulfilling my duty to you, my responsibility to you, my, the call of God for me to you, I will discover that it makes me happier in the process. So one, we find happiness on the path to our calling, on our duty. The other thing I'm going to say is your happiness is, and this might sound harsh, no, but it, and maybe I can balance this. No? This isn't as prepared as a message, okay? So if there's fault in it, then please point it out and help me, and I'm sorry for cause, misleading you. But I believe your happiness is your responsibility. It's your responsibility. If I look to always be made happy by somebody else, I'm gonna have a sad life. And there are times that that happens to me and Takala where one of us is being grumpy or, or and the other one is affected by it. For sure, it's not affect ka. But at the same time, we know that it's up to my response to her or her response to me. We are responsible for for ourselves. So, there are times na magsusungit ako, Carla will be like, look, I'm just gonna go have my quiet time. I'm gonna go for a walk. 
Why? Because to her, I need to get with God. I don't need to wait for you to change before I become happy. Same thing with me. You know, if she's going to be grumpy, I'm going to serve her, but I need my time with God and I need to do what, what, what I need to do to rest and recover so that I can go back to serving her. So your happiness is your responsibility. Agree. All right. All right. That's it. So that's our quarantine pandemic episode number two. <laughs> if you want to reach us, you can email us at joeandcarlapodcast at gmail.com. And specifically for this episode, uh, if you want to participate in the conversation, join right. our Right. We'd love Facebook to hear group. your thoughts. Yeah. Like, We're going to post would these you have questions done differently? There, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yes. Right. Okay. Na siya. We got to go. See you Bye. again next week. See ya. Manu, say hi. Say bird. Ikaw nahihiya ka. Or if you could just see his face. He's so kilig that we're giving him the mic, but he's not saying anything. Can you say, cat? Stop, Manu. Bye.